Hello, this is Robert Barge. Welcome to Redemption's Table, where every week we will gather around this table with a special guest to explore the most appetizing ingredient in this menu called life, redemption. I believe in redemption. I believe everybody hungers for redemption, everybody. And the truth is, redemption is all around us every day. It is a recipe that God the Creator sets before us every single moment of our lives. Unfortunately, so much emphasis is placed upon the bad, many have difficulty seeing, experiencing, and tasting the good. So I'm setting out on a journey, going table to conversation, to accentuate the reality of redemption in the lives of everyday people like you and me. A reality that, I believe, finds its ultimate expression in Jesus of Nazareth, who is the not-so-secret ingredient to the redemption we all seek. So, come hungry, join the meal, because party of redemption, your table is now ready. Well, there you are. Welcome back to the table. I'm excited today because for the first time in over a year, sitting at a restaurant table, about to have a conversation at Redemption's table. It's been over a year. It's a beautiful spring day in Montgomery, Alabama, and I'm here at Jalapenos in the alley in downtown Montgomery, Alabama with my good friend, Hank Tuton. Hank, welcome back to Redemption's table. Robert, it's good to see you again. And uh, it's been a year since you've actually posted a new podcast, but it's been almost two years since I met you and we did the first podcast. So it's great to see you again. Yeah, and a lot of people who maybe they didn't hear the first podcast, go look through our library and you'll find the, the podcast titled, Blessed Are the Guitar Makers. And uh, that's Yes, about, sir, we are blessed. Yeah. I can't tell you what a blessing it's been to have something creative to do, to reflect God's glory, to, to play with wood and people and uh, build worship instruments. Well, I admire what you do. I love what you do. I'm grateful to have you for a friend. Uh, you know, we've all been through a season. Uh, here we are just now getting back out to restaurants comfortably. And uh, just, you know, real quick, because, you know, we, we're still coming out of a season. I guess we're still in the pandemic mode. Uh, but uh, what has God taught you during this pandemic season, uh, the last year? How has God been working in your life? I know you've got some changes in your life that are exciting <laughs> to hear about. Oh, yeah. One, the, of course, the biggest change of all is uh, that God's uh, restored what the locust ate before and has given me a new wife. Awesome. So uh, Brenda came into my life a little over a year ago, and then back in August we got married. And so now I have a great partner walking beside me in all this. That's exciting. I remember meeting her through, you used to do Wednesday night Bible studies there at your home, which is a depot, a historic depot, downtown Montgomery. Uh, it's not the depot, it's uh, what is it exactly? It's the baggage house. Baggage I, house. I, I call it the depot. Okay. Uh, it's Baruch Depot is what I call my little portion of it. But uh, yeah, we, we've shifted from Wednesday night to Tuesday night just because we have a different group of folks that are, are coming together for Bible study. And we've been doing that by Zoom. But uh, okay. we finished up First Peter just recently. And uh, last week we started Second Peter. So we're moving ahead uh, uh, just talking about the Word of God and seeing how He's blessed us, right? That is great. Uh, and I was able to attend back when it was Wednesday night. And, uh, maybe we did I, Zechariah together. That yes, we did. was a great book, wasn't it? It was. It was. And it was another book prior to that. I forgot what, where we were. But uh, I just love the fact the way you have uh, opened up that home, that beautiful place in Montgomery, the depot. 
the baggage house. I like that because people have a lot of baggage, man. Ooh, ooh, I never thought about it quite that way. I hope people aren't bringing baggage to leave there anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, Ephesians 5.16 uh, says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. That's the way the NIV says it. The King James says, Redeeming the time because the days are evil. And this last year, in uh, you know, with all that we've been faced with as a society, as a people, and hearing everybody's individual story, and that was early on when the pandemic began, was my prayer to redeem the time. Um, you've been redeeming the time in a very beautiful way. I just learned about last week. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, you're a luthier, not a Lutheran, a luthier. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about this in the context of the pandemic and how people have responded to uh, um, an amazingly um, insidious message of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's really um, uh, hindered people from doing what they can do. And uh, I, don't, I don't have a sense that I've been hindered much uh, through this last year. Um, I don't have live-in apprentices with me right now we've uh, curtailed that but I have guys young guys from all over town are showing up every day to learn how to build guitars and to work on their old guitars and to uh, there's one guy from Montevello on the university up there who's coming down regularly and he's um, he's working on a project as he is um, uh, mastering as a guitarist uh, and he's working on a project that talks about uh, how to get the sound that you want from the wood that you choose. So, um, so I've continued to have people in the shop almost every day. Um, so haven't been hindered one second by that. Yeah. But God did open a, an interesting door, an interesting thought. Some years ago, when I was living in Williamsburg, Virginia, um, my wife was working at um, an adult literacy uh, program, and we decided that we were going to build a guitar and donate it to the adult literacy uh, effort to raise some money. And so we, we built a guitar and raffled it off, $100 a ticket, and we limited it to just 100 tickets. And so we raised $10,000 for the adult literacy program. I got to thinking about that and um, wanted to leverage that in even a bigger way. My Sunday school teacher at First Baptist Church he and his wife, 10 years ago, went down to Jacmel, Haiti, to do some mission work. And while he was there, the Lord impressed on him that um, he was to build an orphanage in Jacmel. So he and his wife established this orphanage that's now grown after 10 years to serve 55 orphans. It serves 1,200 other students at the school. Half of those get their only meal each day from the school. They have a clinic where they serve the whole community and they plant churches. So it's an amazing ministry. Unfortunately, as you may know, the the government in Haiti is really in shambles. Mm -hmm. The economy is Mm -hmm. the worst it's ever been and they're the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Because of the pandemic, the door has been closed to um, sending uh, short-term, short-term missionaries to go down to learn about it, to support it, and bring back that kind of visibility of a uh, um, seeing it with your own eyes sort of thing. And so uh, the Lord put it in my heart to build a guitar 
to donate to Children's Hope and for them to raffle and then raise money to support uh, the orphanage down there. Wow. And I've seen the guitar. I'll be posting photos for those listening to the podcast to see it. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, what's on the guitar? You know, kind of describe it. And let me back up. You're a luthier. How many years have you been a luthier? Coming up on about 20. Now. 20, okay. And you learned that, if I remember correctly, you learned that while you were stationed in New Orleans. Is that right? That's right. Uh, a man named Jimmy Foster was building beautiful arch top, seven string jazz guitars. And uh, he was gracious enough to allow me to come and, and be his apprentice. And for three years, I showed up about 20 hours a week at his place just to learn. Wow. And Jimmy Foster, he made guitars for uh, Paul Simon, I remember. Isn't that right? That's right. He did yeah. one for, for yeah. Paul Simon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, was, he specialized in the seven-string jazz guitars. And uh, so guys all over New Orleans have uh, Foster guitars. Wow. So you have a great lineage here. And you're passing that lineage on uh, your Luther, <laughs> help me say it. Luthier. As a luthier. I'm, luthier, I'm try, yeah. trying to train the next generation of luthiers. The luthier right. skill, but you're also using it as a means for discipleship, which I think is really, really cool. You're not just training them to build a guitar, but you are talking about the faith. Sure, yeah. inviting these guys in. My, my desire would be that they would stay for a year or more, um, but my motto is that I build worship instruments. Some of them are wood and some of them are flesh. Wow. So the idea to take that year to really um, make investments into the guys that, that come in and join me in learning to build guitars. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so describe the guitar you made for Children's Hope. Um, well, I love a verse out of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, that um, after the writer of Hebrews lays out the promises that are ours and the, the certainty of the promise, he, he says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and steady. It goes in beyond, behind the veil where Jesus ministers as our great high priest. And so I determined for Children's Hope to design a guitar with an anchor that goes across the front of the guitar. And the flukes of the anchor become the bridge of the guitar. The ring up at the top of the, the stock of the anchor is a second sound hole. And then the chain that comes from that ring and goes around the main sound hole out of abalone is the, a chain that goes up there. We also took a picture of uh, six of the orphans down in Haiti and put them in silhouette on a, a fingerboard uh, made of lace wood. So it's an ebony and laid in, in the lace wood with such detail that those kids will be able to say, ooh, that's me. Wow, wow. There's such detail in the work, the, the photos I've seen. Uh, it's such love and everything has purpose. It really does. Um, and speaking of purpose, you, you ask how long I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. When I first started, there was a, a luthier up in Virginia who was dying of cancer and uh, trying to divest himself of, of some of the wood that he had collected. He had this most extraordinarily beautiful piece of Brazilian rosewood. And um, for some reason, I was moved to purchase that, though it was very, very expensive. Uh, rosewood has been banned for international trade for um, three decades now. Wow. And um, I decided to purchase that piece of rosewood. And I've been holding on to it for these 20 years, uh, wondering what God would have me do with it. And he um, put it on my heart to, to use that piece of unique wood, priceless piece of wood, uh, to build this guitar. And so that became the beginnings of that. But wouldn't you know, 
as God would have it, uh, when you say that, oh, I'm going to give God the best of the best, he turns around and blesses you even more. It wasn't several weeks later that I got a call from a man in the church who has an extraordinary stock of wood uh, of all sorts. And he invited me up to Lake Martin and began showing me some of the wood that he had. He had um, been good friends with a man named, oh, his name's out of my mind for the second. Paul Car Bunyan. Carlton. <laughs> Sorry. Carlton. Carlton. He has a, a his, his, um, the guy that's followed up with him uh, after he passed has his wood shop. Uh -huh. uh, Carlton, boy, I'm sorry, that's not coming to my mind. At any rate, um, he was good friends with him, and this man from Atlanta had given him three logs of Brazilian rosewood. Wow. So the gentleman from church took me out, showed me the wood, and said, I don't think I'm ever going to use this. Could you use it? Wow. And now I have enough Brazilian rosewood to make a few other guitars. Wow. That's awesome. So from the time you had the idea to do this, how long did it take to craft this guitar? Mm, because I don't do this full time mm -hmm. as a job, it's hard to it's hard to measure it. Hours? Hours probably on a typical guitar that I've already built of the same style and all the jigs are made, it takes me about 100 hours okay. to, to build the guitar. This one, I, I spent a good bit of time on the artwork and then um, you know, fashioning the, uh, the art on the top of it was a big deal as well. So I may have 200 hours in, into this guitar. Wow. So I know that, t tell us where the guitar is right now. It, it's kind of being passed hand to hand with purpose in mind, maybe? Is that accurate? Have you ever had to leave your newborn baby with somebody else? Yes, I had <laughs> back when I had kids, yes. I kind, bet. kind of scary, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, I, I uh, took the guitar up to Nashville, Tennessee mm -hmm. to get it appraised for one uh, with uh, by George Gruen, mm -hmm. uh, who's the guru of vintage guitars on the East Coast. Uh, everyone trusts him in terms of valuing an instrument, but also to, to share it with a number of named musicians. Mm -hmm. And so it is in the hands of uh, some named musicians right now being passed around and played. The idea is that we're going to get some of these musicians to um, post the plan mm -hmm. on, uh, on their social media sites with hopes of going viral with the invitation to go to childrenshope.com make a hundred dollar donation to Children's Hope and thereby not only supporting the orphanage but giving a chance to win the guitar. Okay. And I tried to do that this morning but registration's not open yet, correct? Not quite. Not quite. I think we're going to wait till probably June uh, when the website will be all ready to go. And, uh, but a hundred dollar donation to, to the orphanage give you a chance to win this extraordinary guitar. Wow. And here we are, it's early April. And thus far, who has played the guitar? The last name, well, you've given me a couple of names. I'm like, wow, that's really cool that they... Is it okay to say the names? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if it's I'm, okay for you to say them, yeah. I think it is. I, yeah, I, it is. I, I guess most of these guys want to be known. Right? Yeah, I think so. So Vince Gill played it on, on Sunday. Wow. And of course, um, I, I hope that Amy had a chance to see it as well. If she hasn't, she'll at least see the video of that. Um, Joanne uh, Cash mm -hmm. Yates who is Johnny Cash's sister, um, 
and her producer uh, really were so gracious in hosting us the weekend that we were up there. Uh, all of their uh, band members at the Cowboy Church in Nashville had a chance to play it. Um, Mark Cash, uh, Joanne's nephew, played it, and his producer, and another friend of theirs as well. So um, it's been passed around through those. Another fellow named uh, Jeremy Casella nice. has it right now, and he is passing it through some of his friends. Phil Keggy is going to have a chance to play it, Andrew Peterson, Sandra McCracken, Michael Card. So each of those will be playing it. Jimmy, we have a connection to Jimmy Buffett, who is down, uh, has a connection in Jacmel, and we're going to try to get him to play the guitar. And uh, the idea is to get each of those musicians to reach out to their social networks and have their friends all share it as well, and hopefully go viral in a way that um, that we'll be able to do a real service for the kids down in Haiti. Okay, that's exciting. That's exciting. You know, I, I know of Jeremy Casella. Uh, just his story, uh, somebody I'd like to bring to the podcast sometime. Uh, but you know, some of these other guys too that you're talking. So that's very exciting. Uh, I'm going to be sharing it with all my guitarist friends, um, and also a plan too for those of you listening to the podcast. I'm going to post. We're re re revamping the website, the podcast website right now. So when it gets revamped, we'll be able to pop some of the videos on there so you can actually see them on the website as opposed to the Facebook page. Um, but this is, I'm, I'm just super excited about this. Uh, I'm grateful that I live close enough that if my schedule allows, I might be able to come in for that worship event you're doing in September. Is that when the drawing will take That's place? Right. Yeah, we want to do a major worship event at First Baptist Church or another local church, okay. uh, depending on how, how we're able to put all of that together. But there will be a live drawing. Uh, we're hoping to get the kids from Haiti to actually reach into the pot and draw the number that is on awesome. the night. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, they're looking at a number of, of different possibilities for musicians to come and lead that night of worship. Wow. I have a heart for Haiti. I've been to Haiti twice. Uh, been to the town of uh, Port-au-Pay, which is in the northern part. It's north of Port-au-Prince, but uh, where is this orphanage located in so, Haiti. So Jacques Mel is almost due south okay, of, of Port-au-Prince okay. on the southern coast. And it's amazing the poverty there uh, and you're right I remember. And the beauty at the, the same beauty, time. Yes. It's a uh, beautiful country yeah. down there and, uh, yeah. but people are very very poor and the economy has not not got much promise of, of picking up. Last time I was there, they were in the process of having a presidential election, and we think ours is crazy. They were like 20 different individuals running for president. Yeah. And we're not talking about primary, we're talking about president. And, and in so. human terms, there really isn't any hope. But in God's terms, in God's economy, I think there really is hope for Haiti. Yeah, yeah. Salvation for these kids. The um, I think I mentioned that the uh, orphanage is not only involved with the orphans, but uh, schooling other kids that are there with a clinic and also planting churches. So the Word of God is going out among those people in Jacmel. Yeah, that's exciting. And you're, it, another thing that draws me to the heart of this, and you even say it, I believe, in your video, uh, Matthew 25, reaching Matthew 25, uh, folks. You know, Jesus, you know, who are we talking about there? Matthew 25, help me out here. The thirsty, the naked, the sick, the prisoner, and we certainly have plenty of those there. And in your prayer, as we started this out, and I know it's not on the, on the podcast, but you talked about the seed. And I think about the, the parable of the 
farmer going out and sowing seed. And that seed that fell in the good soil produced some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Yeah. And we're hoping that this project will, will be one of those 100 fold kind of projects. I think it has a heart too. I, 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 again, I just pray that many who hear this will share it. If you've never shared a podcast before, folks, this, this is, is a one great to share. one. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Please pass it on. Think of every guitarist you know, every musician you know. Um, I'm, I'm giving a hundred dollars to this in hopes of winning a guitar, and I don't even play the guitar, uh, but I've always wanted to learn. I've tried to learn twice. So, well, Robert, you've mentioned that the. Uh, the website is not up with all of the information mm -hmm. on it right now, but if you go to childrenshope.com, you'll see their normal website. But within a couple of months, there will be a new front page that will start out with a guitar and how to, how to make the donation in order to win the guitar. Okay. I want to ask you a question about being a luthier. To build a guitar, uh, to make a guitar, craft a guitar, does it help? to have a guitarist ear? I'm, I'm, I have a musician's background. I guess what I'm asking is, um, I guess I probably could answer my own question, but I want to hear your perspective. I mean, can somebody who doesn't play the guitar like me learn to make a guitar and do a good job of it? I think you probably can. The, um, there are some basic principles that are important. Your choice of woods, for one. Uh, this Brazilian rosewood that I'm using on on this guitar and two other guitars that I have started in the Hope series, um, there's not there's not a better sounding tone wood I don't think mm -hmm. than Brazilian rosewood. So choosing woods is important. Bracing patterns are, are important, and um, care, uh, being meticulous in, in the craftsmanship is important. You do all those things right, and you're going to end up with a guitar that's going to sound good. Each piece of wood has its own voice. So in terms of, of your preference of this guitar over that guitar, um, hopefully it'll always be just a matter of your choice of tones, whether you want one that's bright and, uh, or one that's mellow or one that's deep and basic. So, um, so those sorts of things are controlled by the wood and the bracing pattern. Wow. You know, scripture talks about the trees of the field will clap their hands. So in essence, you're giving, this is extending the life of that tree and, and the voice. It, it has a voice as well. I don't remember, the, don't remember the reference, but there's an Old Testament reference with um, the, the steps going up into the temple were of hardwood, tone woods. And, and to think about the trees praising God as people ascend it to the temple. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm excited for, for this. I'm excited for your pro project. You said this is the first in a series. You've got a couple of others. I do. I've started two others for two other nonprofits. Okay. And, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how well this first one works and uh, see if we can leverage some of the things we learned in this first go around to, to really make the, each of the projects a hundredfold project. There's no way, for instance, I'll just throw some, some numbers of what we would hope. For instance, if we go viral and we reach a, a million people and 10% of them go to, to the website and make a donation to Children's Hope, that will raise $10 million for Children's Hope. That's certainly what I would call a hundredfold. I could never sell a guitar for $10 million. Yeah. But can we use that guitar in a good cause, a phenomenal cause of helping these kids uh, to raise $10 million? I think we can do that. Yeah. Well, when you sent me the information last week, when I was reaching out to you uh, about involving you in a worship 
event that I'm a part of, Broken Worship Gathering. Um, and we're doing a special event studying the book of Job for six weeks. And I was trying to get a worship leader in for that. And of course, you were one of the first ones that came to my mind. And you couldn't. And it's, I thought, and again, through my mind, I thought, it's time for me to finally learn to play the guitar. Cause you got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it, yeah. And that's probably would have been a good way to redeem the time this past year. God's kind of taken me on a different course. Three chords, uh, three C, F, and G. C, you, can, you can lead any worship Those song. three. Got it made. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for this, and I just pray God blesses uh, blesses your future events, and uh, know that He will. I, I love your heart. Um, it's it's a heart for God, and it's just it's clear. It's you, you see it. You see it in you. The God, passion. God laid an amazing pattern in the Book of Genesis. He gave freely to Adam, and Adam, having freely received, was encouraged to emulate God and to freely give. That pattern is one that I want to emulate. It's contrasted by Satan's approach that uh, we need to take before being taken from. I want to be a guy who, has, having freely received, can freely give. I count it a blessing to know you. I'm glad that lady in the visitor center right next door to you said, you need to go talk to the guitar guy down there, and I, and I followed the lead. And I haven't seen Jackie Custis for a whole year because the visitor center has been closed. Yeah. I hope they reopen soon. Yeah, hope so. Well, it's always a blessing to talk to you. And we're about to leave Jalapenos. Matter of fact, we didn't even talk about the food. We're at, or maybe I mentioned it. We're at Jalapenos in the alley. We had Mexican food today. What I did you have? You had I something introduced else. you to what they call uh, tacos especiales, basically street tacos. It is one of the best dishes that they make here. I love it. They were awesome. I will be back and I will be ordering that. Uh, so yeah, if you're ever in the Montgomery area or if you live in the Montgomery area, tacos. Especiales. Especiales. Uh, jalapenos yeah. in the alley. It, it was great. Good food. Good fellowship. So grateful to be back. Uh, Robert, out. it's good to see you again. It's good seeing you. We're going we're gonna to run down to your depot real quick. I'm going to ask you to play a song and, uh, and we're going to we're going to exit on your song. How about that? Sounds good. I'll right. see you over at the depot. We'll see you at the depot. Conversations like that one are one of the many reasons I love doing what I'm called to do. Would you please take a moment, make a list of every guitarist, every worship leader you can think of, and send them a link to today's episode so they can learn about this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a priceless guitar and support a wonderful organization at the same time. To learn more about Children's Hope, go to www.childrenshope.com. Go to their website. There's a place there to sign up for event updates as the drawing for this guitar comes closer in September. Hank and I walked back to Baruch Depot. We visited a while longer, and then Hank suggested that a mutual friend of ours, a wonderful guitarist by the name of Holmes King. Holmes is also a luthier as well that Holmes be the one to provide us a hint of the beautiful sound of the Hope guitar. So let's listen to Holmes as we leave the table for today. And until next week, when you hear the sound, Party of Redemption, your table is now available. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in.